Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub podcast. My name is Gio Garcia, and I'm joined with Gustavo. Gustavo, how you doing, brother? Hey, Gio. I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Hi to everyone who's watching us. Uh, big news here this Monday. Uh, Carlos Vela will not be going to the MLS's back tournament with LAFC and also FC Dallas tournament. Well, with that news, how you doing, Gustavo? I'm doing great, Gio. Uh, happy to be here once again talking soccer. Yeah, a lot of big news, like Carlos Vela not going, as well as uh, Jonathan Dos Santos, who's uh, going to miss the tournament due to his surgery. He's going to be having, he's going to be out for six weeks. So another two big names out of the tournament. And as you mentioned, FC Dallas pretty much pulling out of the tournament due to the COVID, uh, the players and staff infected. So it, it's tough news for the MLS, but I'm still surprised they're, they're going to keep going with this tournament after all these setbacks. Yeah, obviously, I mean, obviously, arguably the biggest star in MLS pulls out just a couple of days um, before it started. Obviously, I think we kind of had like a feeling about this and, you know, what this would mean for this club. Um, and I just want to read out uh, Carlos Vela's uh, statement that he sent out, that the, the team sent out. He says, in quote, I would like nothing more than to be with my teammates in Orlando. I always want to give everything to my club, our fans and supporters in the city of L.A. However, it is in my best interest and of the health of my family to stay home and be with my wife during what is a risky pregnancy. I will miss being with my teammates and coaches, but will be cheering and supporting LAFC from a distance. I can't wait to be back in the field playing for all of you and accomplishing great things with our club, Vamos LAFC. So that's um, um, Carlos Vela right there. What did you make of his decision and uh, obviously that statement right there? Yeah, I think it was uh, obvious that he prefers to be safe at home with his family because, yeah, like he said, it's a risky uh, pregnancy, especially during these times. And uh, Vela doesn't really have a lot of family out here. So I think it's important for him to take care of his uh his kid and as well as his uh, pregnant wife. So it, it's understandable. It's, it's tough times. He is not the only one we saw what happened in the NWSL, like players like Megan Rapino, um, Alex Morgan, who just had a baby too, not, not playing in that tournament. So it, it's, it's, it's something that it was bound to happen, especially because of these tough times. But yeah, it was a great message from Velas saying that he'll be supporting from afar but, yeah, LAFC is going to lose a lot of uh, big-time uh, playmaking uh, because of him. Yeah, and, it, uh, I mean, obviously all, all the goals come from Carlos Vela, not majority. But I also put a tweet out of the stat. Uh, outside of uh, the players that obviously in the off- offensive end that they're going to look forward to, it's going to be Diego Rossi, uh, Dio, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, and Brian Rodriguez. Uh, those are the attackers, right? Those are the forwards, the strikers. Um, and the wing players, all a bunch of them won. I think one of the benefits that they have to this is that they – I mentioned this to, today. Bob Bradley had a, a press conference, a Zoom press conference, and he said he, he fully uh, supports Carlos Vela's decision to, to sit out and not play and not, and not play with his players – and not, play, not, not, not go to Orlando, which makes sense. Um, and one thing that I asked uh, Bob Bradley was um, – you know, use, having him use be, being able to use those five subs, you know, how would he be able to integrate integrate them, you know, adding more players and certain things. But he said that as of right now that they didn't have that plan. They just want to see 
how it goes once this tournament starts because they've never had that option, which was uh, which which I, which I understood. So I think with Vela being out, I mean you're gonna have. Uh, he also said I should mention that Dio and Andy Nahar, the newest signing, are both not 100 percent to play 90 minutes. So we will see Dio come in whenever he, whether he starts or not. He may not finish game or he may sub in. Uh, so those two players will be either either going to be subbed in or subbed out, depending whether they start or not. So that's going to be interesting on the formation. And another question that was asked to Bob Rally was, is if they're going to change uh, the formation? He typically runs a four four three, and they said there was no there was not there was not going to be no change to the formation. Um, so I expect Dio and obviously Bradley Wright Phillips to play uh, striker, typically with Brella plays, and then you have Diego Rossi and Brian Rodriguez on the on the flanks. Yeah, definitely. You know, you miss a a great player like Vela, but you do have a great caliber players like Phillips and Dio. Dio, but yeah, like you said, not a hundred percent. Dio will be on this uh, lineup. But I think it's something that we saw LAFC do last year when Carlos Vela uh, missed a couple games due to injury. They they answered without him on the field, although they do lose a lot of playmaking, a lot of goals in the offensive side. But I think uh, LAFC is going to be fine. And I think Bradley does a great point or gives a great point of not changing the lineup, something that has been working for him throughout the, the past two seasons. So, yeah, the 4-3-3 is the, the go-to for the players. Why change the system when most of the players already know what the coach is asking for in this type of formation? Yeah, and it's, it's going to be a big opportunity for a lot of the players. Uh, I really do see uh, – we know what Dio can do when he's 100%, right? He can, he can score, and I just want to quickly pick up, uh, pull the stats. So this is uh, 2019, uh, the top goal scorers, obviously, not, nobody named uh, Carlos Zella. So you had Diego Rossi, who scored 17 uh, goals last season. You had Dio, who scored 10. Um, Bradley White Phillips, uh, who was with New York Rebels, scored two goals. And Brian Rodriguez, he he hasn't scored. He didn't score any goals last season. Now moving on to 2018, and these these are the players that played in the MLS. So I didn't put uh, Brian Rodriguez in this one. In 2018, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips scored 20 goals with the New York Rebels. Uh, Diego Rossi scored 12 with LAFC and Adama Diomande Dio also scored 12, 12 goals. So you do, you, you do have, uh, obviously the potential there for players to score and score and multiples. All right. Um, I think it's just the, to see how they flow. Um, if you, if you don't have Dio, you know, 100% and Bradley Wright Phillips, um, you know, to play a full 90 minutes, obviously those two players are going to, uh, come in for each other. Um, but I'm, I'm in more interested to see who's going to be more effective. And I also want to see, I think the biggest thing is Brian Rodriguez. He hasn't scored with the club. Um, you know, he scored in like a, in a preseason, obviously which didn't count, but I think this is a big time for him to step up. Um, you know, he, he holds a DP spot and this is a big time for him to step up. Um, we know he has the speed. We know he could be flashy, but I really look for him to come out and, you know, and give LA, uh, LAFC that boost, whether if it's in goals or assisting, you know, whichever way, because I think he really, um, I don't want to say he has some pressure, but if you haven't scored and you're a striker or a winger, that, that eventually is going to get to you. And it, it, as of right now, you know, you want, I think he should be producing more than he has. 
Yeah, definitely. As a winger, you have to produce your playing as almost as a forward. So it, it's important for him to find the confidence to score goals and step up, and especially in this tournament uh, where Vela is not going to be present. So it's a big-time opportunity for the Uruguayan to come out and um, and show up with his colleague, Rossi, and put the team on their shoulders, especially on the offensive side, like we mentioned you know, Vela's not going to be there. You lose about 30 goals per, mm-hmm. per per season. But I think, yeah, if it's if it's a team that can recover from this, it, it's LAFC. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, obviously, so I just want to put up their schedule one more time. Uh, so, uh, one week from today, they're going to be playing uh, Houston Animal. Uh, that starts at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, obviously, July 18th. It's LA Galaxy, and then you obviously July 23rd, they got uh, Portland Timbers. Um, so another news that broke earlier uh, last week, uh, Jonah Dos Santos also will not be going, will not be joining uh, the LA Galaxy. Uh, so I, I was able to ask um, General Manager Dennis DeClos, and this is what he said on Jonah Dos Santos. Uh, let me just read the quote. Let me pull it up here. He said um, he slipped, referring to Jonah Santos, and he overstretched a part in his groin where we tried to solve with proper medical care over the last three weeks. It wasn't effective anymore. So they decided uh, he's going to have this uh, minor surgery um, and it's going to put him out for four to six weeks, um, which is tough. I mean, I feel like Jonah Santos, I feel like almost every year that he's been there, he's always been injured. Um, it's unfortunate. But I do understand it because when you're gone for so long, which were they, all these players were for three for three months, and then you come back right away and you try to exert yourself or try to go, you know, faster than you know, take your time or like he slipped right and he was he pulled something, you know, it's unfortunate, but that happens. And I, I feel like you'll 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 see more injuries like that throughout this tournament, which I don't want to. But I, when they haven't played for that long, you got about a week or two to get ready for game time. You know, a lot of people are going to be pulling things. Yeah, definitely. It's a big blow for Galaxy because they got Chicharito on board, too, for this tournament. So, yeah, to have a player like Jonathan Dos Santos, who's a great midfielder, recovers, uh, sets plays for uh, LA Galaxy, to be out like that, you know, for six weeks, it, it's tough. And it kind of takes away from from that spectacle that you want to see for, for the Mexican fans, you know, like the Mexicans internationals who have been uh, – well, Chicharito has to to prove himself in this tournament. You know, he didn't have a great start. But I think Jonathan is one of the fan favorites so far in this uh, – that time he has been uh, for uh, playing for Galaxy. But, yeah, as you mentioned, a tough blow for for the Galaxians. But I think uh, they have a great left on the on the squad, although they did lose Katai. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. on, on for uh, after those uh, racial comments from his wife, so another midfielder goes down. So it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how LA Galaxy fills those roles for for this tournament. Yeah, and I just want to quickly mention obviously, obviously their midfield. You know, they got obviously Efrain Alvarez. You know, he's a youngster. Joe Corona, uh, Emua, uh, Emil Coelho, uh Carlos Harvey, Perry Kitchen, uh, Sasha. Um, then Sebastian Legit, Jonathan Paris, also some of the names that you know, and they also called up uh, uh, a lot of players from the Galaxy too, you know, mm-hmm. to come up and play with them. 
So it's going to be interesting to see. Cause typically, the men field is that's where you where you want to be the strongest. And uh, Jono dos Santos, one of ESLT, he is arguably not the best uh, midfielder in the MLS. He's one of the best, and he controls the pace of the game. Um, but you did mention another thing, um, Chicharito. He will be there. He's going to be playing. Um, a big thing for him, he obviously he hasn't scored, and obviously there was a, they played two or three games this season. And I think for him, this kind of with Vela not playing is going to put the spotlight on him. Definitely, you know, he's going to be. So whenever they do match up, or they don't match up, or you know, whenever they they play against each other, LAFC versus LA Galaxy, you know, the lights and everything's going to be on him. And I expect him. You know, he's going to be going to this this this, this tournament. And for him, I expect him to have a, a great tournament, you know, get his first goal, and he's not going to have the pressure of the fans being there, of everything, you know. You may have some outside social media noise, but, you know, you're going to be able to lock in, be in there, and be focused. And I think this is going to be a great opportunity for Chicharito to show his talent, his skills, you know, regardless if he's a tapping player or whatever you want to refer to him, no matter how he scores, as long as he scores, for Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy fans are going to be happy. And I think in this tournament, if it goes on, because, I mean, we just had FC Dallas drop, mm-hmm. but if this tournament goes on and it happens, I expect uh, Chicharito to have a, a great tournament. Yeah, well, this tournament is supposed to start, what, tomorrow? Or is- oh, Wednesday, Wednesday. 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 Yeah, two days. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so it's we'll, – wouldn't be surprised if other teams drop out. But, yeah, so far FC Dallas has been the only one due to the – to the cases that they have been added. Yeah, but it's it's something that that's going to take a reflection on the league. See if, so you pretty much what are you going to do? If Dallas is out, out of Group D, would you be adding other teams from Group A into that? How, how is it going to work? You know, it's, it's, it's a tough situation. You have a couple of days for the league to figure out how is it going to play out because, yeah, you, you lose one asset, one team, and, yeah, pretty much – you have to be really careful. And I think, I mean, the cases in Florida don't stop. And maybe they should have picked another probably setting far away from Florida because, as we know, it's, it's not looking good down there as well either. Yeah, obviously. So, well, I'm going to pull this screen back up here. So, um, Group D uh, was Dallas. Uh, it was Seattle, Dallas, Vancouver, San Jose. Um, I'm assuming now that Dallas is no longer on there, you're definitely going to have to pull someone from Group A, which had what well, it has six teams, and they're going to go from six to, to five, and you can pull that team to, to Group D. Um, and I think the reason why, obviously, they picked Orlando was uh, Florida. I think Florida, Texas, and Arizona, the first teams that, that, that were open to having pro sports back. And in the state of Florida, they um, the governor made – pro sports an essential business. So that's the reason why a lot of the why the NBA and MLS went there. But no one knew that, you know, that the number of cases was gonna get to this point, you know, by this time in July, which is unfortunate. And what's so interesting, you know, a lot of the players are coming in inside the bubble and they're getting they're getting tested positive while they're in the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's that's the tricky thing because you're supposed to be in the bubble, but you're supposed to be protected. Right. You know, and there's a lot of um, things on social media coming out, like on Twitter. You know, some players are not happy. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures of the sandwiches and the box lunches and right. you know, some of the hotels. So I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on the MLS. But if you have all these teams there, 
I think you you have to at least give it a try. I, I'm not not knocking that player safety is not important or anything like that. But if you're there and you know you limit the amount of uh, tests or whatever, whatever you know, obviously FC Dallas is not there. They had ten players. I, I understand why they pulled them out because ten players is a lot. That's, that's a whole starting lineup right there, you know, except the keeper. Um, you know, that's, a, that's I get that, but if you, I under, I want to know like how many teams. Um, until you decide to cancel it or, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the interesting thing because um, we know once LAFC get there and LA Galaxy get there later tonight, um, I'm assuming they're going to get tested. Right now, things don't look very positive for the league. You know, you know, you have two two big players not going. One team drops out and you're supposed to start in two days. But if for whatever reason they're able to get it going and it runs smooth from there, great. But if not, that's going to be unfortunate. I think the most unfortunate part is that you're there and you don't get a play. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, you pretty much already have everything set up, all the teams out there ready to go. And if another team, I mean, if another team gets to drop out, I think that evens out pretty much the groups. Uh, as you see right there, you'll have pretty much four teams per, per group. But uh, it's tough, man. It's tough to say because... Yeah, you really do care for the player safety because, I mean, you know, they have families. They don't want to be away from them. It's a tough time. Uh, they did get pressure to accept the deal from the league mm-hmm. as well. They got uh, pretty much pressure. We saw that, that the soap opera, how it went out. And, but, yeah, now we got to this point, and it's only two days away. We'll see how that plays out because, yeah, teams are really looking forward to play. But, yeah, you have to take a lot of uh, good measures in order for players and staff to come out with a positive attitude and as well as negative on the results. Yeah, I know. And you hit it right there. And obviously the first game is Orlando versus Miami. Uh, they're supposed to be uh, – that's going to be the opener game. Um, you know, I'm excited, but at the same time nervous because I feel like what <laughs> else is going to come out of this, you know? Like, cause I'm gonna, right. like, I think like everybody's like looking forward to this. And you see, you know, like – LAFC or LA Galaxy, and I just had we I was just on a Zoom call with Bob Bradley, um, you know, and he one thing that I kind of found interesting that he said he said like he's like I'm so you know I'm a little bit, I don't want to misquote him but it was along the lines that he found that this tournament was the one of the only solutions to get back going, um, you know, because he I, I guess, I'm assuming that he he assumed that there was other options whether they could play in the market or maybe he just feels that way because obviously Carlos Vela um, is not able to go. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll have to see. And then people asked him like also about like how he felt about, you know, you know, the cases and everything being there and potentially them coming back and playing in the home market. He says he's, you know, he's pretty uh, optimistic and hopeful that that will potentially happen. But obviously with the rising cases, the rising cases, he doesn't know. Um, you know, which I, I would love to see them come back in the market and play in the market, but I guess we take it one step at a time. You know, this starts in two days. Um, we're going to see, I know what happens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully no more teams drop out. And if you said if maybe if one more does, it's still even early. Out. Yeah, it's still early. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of, a lot of things can happen from now to Wednesday. Um, but I just hope everybody gets there safe. Uh, LAFC, LA Galaxy. You know, they get their safe. 
you know, they, they got games going on a week from today. So both LA teams will be playing a week from today. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a major setback. You know, this type of player is not going and as well as uh, it's the first team to, to pretty much drop out of this tournament. But yeah, it's like, like you said, anything can happen in the next 24 hours, even 48 hours. Um, so yeah, it's so close, but yet so far for the MLS to have everything set up and hopefully it works out for the best, but hopefully the players stay safe in the bubble. And I don't know, man, it, it, it's, it's kind of too late to change the, the venue. It's already mm-hmm. all set and stuff. So we'll see how that plays out too, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're two days away. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap things up. So I just want to put up the, uh, the schedule one more time. Uh, these other groups, we're going to have to scratch out FC Dallas right there, no longer there. Uh, there's a schedule for uh, LA Galaxy and LAFC with Novella. Um, you know, I just, I just, I, I found the whole thing kind of interesting. I, I, LAFC is typical. They really try to keep information to the last minute. Yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, we'll have to see Novella, no Jonah Dos Santos for this tournament, and we'll see how this turns out. Um, but yeah, uh, let the people know where they can follow you, bro. Yeah, of course. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Gustavo A underscore Ortega. You know, we'll be answering questions, uh, retweeting news, posting out what happens in the next couple of hours with MLS. Hopefully, no more bad news. But you know, it's 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 all there. It's all set up to. Hopefully it's a good tournament and it plays out uh, well for for the good of the fans. Yeah, and yeah, I'm hoping this tournament kicks off. You know, we're less than two days away. But uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Obviously, you guys can follow me at Gio Garcia LA on Twitter. Um, you know, just tweeting certain things out that come out. Obviously, try to keep you guys on top of uh, both LA teams, and then we'll keep this uh, week election going. Um, we'll shoot for sometime later this week, uh, either Wednesday, we'll do like a Wednesday or Friday. And, uh, just to see how that, you know, the MLS, uh, is back tournament kicked off. Uh, but that's going to wrap things up guys. Uh, thanks. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you guys next time.